Stay on top of all meaningful top trending stories right here on SAFM. Leading the conversation. What do you make of that story? Send us a voice note, 0614-104-107, and you can give us a call as well, 0800, uh, correction, 86 It's just so many numbers in my head. 086-000-2032. More than welcome to get involved. Coming up, we got uh, our mediated conversation. That's that in about 15 minutes or so already. Wow, time's flying. Uh, the exploitation of in the music industry of musicians. We're going to get a, a couple of views on that from an entertainment lawyer, also a businessman and performing artist as well. And we'll get sort of an explanation of just how much, how much money does an artist get if they release a song? You hear about, like, I don't know, uh, these artists that, that make themselves millions and millions of rand. But how much is being exploited? Uh, that's always the question, and that's our conversation coming up in a moment. Let's get an update, though, of what's happening in the Western Cape. You heard earlier about gangsterism in the Western Cape. Now, Western Cape judges and the justice system have been criticized after it revealed that the Guguletu CPF deputy chairperson, Lulama Dingito's suspected killer, Lungile Madolo, was still meant to be behind bars. Western Cape Minister of Police Oversight and Community Safety is Regan Allen. A worrying story, this Regan Allen, that uh, are prisoners being released too early? John, thank you so much for bringing us into this particular conversation. I want to kickstart it off by saying the following. At 10.55 last night, the suspect in Lulama Dinkito's um, a murder was apprehended um, probably 200 kilometers away um, from the city of Cape Town. Mm. So we sincerely trust that that particular case will will now be able to to wind up and that suspect will will speedily appear in court because when we lose our CPF members in such a brutal way, the suspects must ultimately um, be apprehended and the law must take its courts, course. But on your specific question, if I can backtrack it to Judge Tulari's comments, and John, I've widely spoken about the infiltration of gang members into the South African police service and the corruption and the collusion. I've engaged IPED, etc. But that particular paragraph in Judge Tulari's um, verdict, he indicated that there's also prosecutors that is under pressure as a result of gang members interfering and gang members ultimately trying to usurp the law. Judge Tulari actually went on, John. He even stated in his verdict that the evidence shows that this particular gang is also infiltrating our judiciary. He goes on to say the evidence shows that the mobsters or the 28 gang members have now moved a gear upwards and are interfering in the decorum of, of, of the courts and the independence of judicial officers and testing the judicial oath of office, um, especially the word without fear. So it's very concerning um, considering the entire criminal justice system um, seemed to be um, failing um, and rightfully, um, as we are on Saturday, um, failed the CPF member and so many others. Just talk about the specifics of this case. Uh, Madolo was was put behind bars for seven years in 2018. Then what happened? He then, ultimately, there was parole hearings that occurred, and he was then um, released on parole. 
there was another matter where he was um, then um, alerted um, that there were threats made um, and a week later she was killed and no mm. action was taken by the South African Police Service. Um, um, so it's quite shocking um, considering that from April even to September this year, the figure I have, John, is that there was 2,900 parolees that was released via correctional services and 113 of those reoffended, including for murder, rape, attempted murder and assault. Um, but this particular specific case is that that particular person um, should have been behind bars and he shouldn't have been out um, mm. roaming our streets to kill another person. Regan Allen, is this part of the, the parolees release that the president announced earlier this year? It was coupled to it, yes. And quite sadly, considering that when I received the data on my side and I looked at the sheet, um, so even though um, some were due to only be released late in 2028 20, um, or 2029 after their particular um, sentencing time, uh, it was during that time when it was fast-tracked. Mm. Um, and it's quite saddened, yes. Because these were supposed to be non-violent criminals that were that were going to be paroled early. We are sadly, John, on the flip side of it, we are seeing regular uh, parole um, verdicts and the parole board also releasing um, criminals outside of certain dispensation, um, dispensation times, which ultimately speaks to them making application. And once that application is successful, uh, due to the fact that many of our prisons um, are also um, overstretched yeah. and are fully um, fully um, stocked their side, um, so it does um, does not bode well for the entire criminal justice system. Okay, what's the solution here? This, if you've got gangsters in the criminal justice system, what is being done by by you and national, I guess, that need to get involved mm -hmm. in this? Thank you for this question, John. It's now 13 months, and sadly I'm counting because that particular judgment came out 12 months ago. And since then, I've already engaged the National Commissioner. We are due in the Western Cape to receive an update from the National Commissioner, myself and the Premier directly. But we have requested that where SAP's members, where any persons are implicated in that particular um, report, we need to ensure that there's a dedicated task team that will ultimately lead um, that investigations into those persons so that we can read if it's public prosecutors, if it is SAPS officers, even if it's the judiciary that is not upholding the law, then they should ultimately uh, be held accountable. That has been our, our stance outside. And, and consistently with our call for devolution of policing powers, knowing that if those powers um, were closer here to the people of the Western Cape and not all the way at national, we would have ultimately seen that we could have uh, been much quicker in, in dealing with these particular matters that is not only simmering for a number of years in various communities where we often hear that there's corruption, we often hear that there is between SAPS members um, not doing what they are supposed to do. And consistently, John, we, we are advocating it from outside. And, and the Premier has been very clear to me in that it should happen by the latest in January because the initial date I received um, from the National Commissioner was to receive the update in December this year. Mm. But it appears that it won't happen in, in this year still. But I will press my side 
to ensure that that report and the briefing happens um, so that we can be fully updated on the next steps. All right, we'll keep an eye on that. Regan thank you very much. Western Cape Minister of Police Oversight and Community Safety.